the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Tiffs, where we invite you into our marriage to debate the not-so-important topics, discuss each other, and more. I'm Tim. I'm Karen. And we're a couple of married geeks who often get very passionate when we disagree about the super-important topics, like our favorite TV shows, personality traits, and whether it's really okay to put up with any red flags in a relationship. Maybe like a yellow flag. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow flags are okay, but no red? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I know I don't have any red flags. Oh no! no <laughs> Neither no, no. do you, darling. So. That's that's fair. So, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I have a new phone, which was kind of forced upon me against my will because I uh, smashed my old one into the door, and yep. the touchscreen stopped working. <laughs> yes, it did. And so, I have a new phone now, but I'm kind of mad because I had that phone for like at least three years. Like I took care of that phone. Yeah, majority of our relationship you and had I don't, that phone. I'm becoming a person who doesn't like new technology, I'm realizing, because I don't like, <laughs> I didn't like the idea of getting like a new phone and having to relearn, because I got like a new, I had like the Galaxy series and now I have like the Note series and to be it's fair, a it's little. The Galaxy Note. Yeah, but it's a little different and I, I was much happier when the transfer was completed and it looked like my old phone. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Which took a lot longer than it should have. Yeah, I think, can I just say something about you? It's not a red flag by far, but your profession being what it is, I think you're far too liberal with the idea that you can fix any technological problem by restarting it and turning it back on again. Because literally, you guys, that's what Tim told me to do. I was like on Facebook Messenger on my laptop. I was like, oh my God, I smashed my phone into the door and the touch screen isn't working. He was like, maybe you should just turn it off and turn it back on again. Like that's going to make any difference to the touch screen's ability to work. You never know. Yeah. You, you'd be surprised how often that works. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, there, IT guys, there are other solutions. But that's always the best one. It didn't work. You know, it worked buying a new one. Yeah, Nothing was going to work. I didn't want to. But yeah, that's, I mean, first world problems, right? Like right. having to deal with my new phone. How are you? I'm good. Uh... I've had a couple of appearances guesting on other podcasts this week, Mm -hmm. which was fun. Um, One where I got to argue about my Browns, and the other where I got to discuss Weird Al. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to What the Game Means to Me and the Beard Al podcast. Thanks for having me on. Beard Beard Al. Al, Combining craft beer and Weird Al. I love it. Um... (laughs) You had your best friend in town this weekend. I did. It was so fun. And I got to spend the weekend watching sports because baseball is back. Yay for both of us. <laughs> so it's been a pretty it good was week, I think. perfect timing, to be honest. Yeah. Because you would have been away from me anyway. Right. You just didn't have to break it to me quite so harshly and knowing that my friend that was way. coming. Like you were just like, yeah, she's coming this weekend. And I was like... Oh, well, that works out. Yeah. So it just, you know, sometimes things just work out. <laughs> yeah. So this week, I think I'll, I'll introduce what we're doing oh, this wow. week. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we're playing a, a nerdy bo- uh, card game called Super Fight. 
Now, real quick, the object of this game is that we both have character cards and ability cards, and we're trying to build our ultimate fighter and then argue who would win. And it's completely ridiculous stuff, as you'll find out. Uh, but we're going to let, I think, uh, the listeners decide who wins in these fights. Okay. That's uh, fair. So you're going to hear us play our cards, and we'll de- obviously describe what we're playing. And then we're going to argue who's going to win in a fight. It's yeah, literally are- that game that you played in a, as a kid. Like, who would win? Batman or but whoever. But they're not all, like, nerdy characters necessarily. No, but that's what inspired this game is those childhood arguments. <laughs> I'm sure that someone was just sitting around one day and was like, you know what we should do? We should turn our arguments we have all the time into this board game. It's like, who would win? Thor or the Power Rangers? Well, Thor would win, but but what if the Power Rangers had the Megazord? So Uh. we are, it's a little bit like Cards Against Humanity in that we are limited by the selections that we have in our hand. So there's a character and there's also like a classifier, something about them. An ability or something that changes them, something. Yeah. So basically there's two aspects to the person or situation that we're arguing. So why don't you go ahead and play your first one? All right. Well, I've got mine. Okay. Do you have yours? Yes. All right. Let's put them down. Okay. All right. I have the billionaire playboy suffering from delusions of grandeur. I have Martha Stewart, who shoots glitter, which I thought was just too perfect. (laughs) Okay. So would you like to start? So first of all, can I just say that glitter is the herpes of the craft world. It gets on everything and it can be pretty harmful. Like Mm. if it gets in your eyes, it scratches you up. And not only that, but it's just, frankly, it's just annoying. Like, have you ever been glitter bombed? You know, like you don't want to do anything else after you've been glitter bombed. You are just annoyed. I haven't, but I'm not inviting people to do it to me either. Yeah, please don't glitter bomb us because it's very, very annoying, as (laughs) you can tell. Um, I basically have Batman. It doesn't say Batman. (laughs) It says billionaire playboy. There's no... A billionaire playboy... Who suffers delusions of grandeur. Okay, but... That's Batman. That can be also (laughs) any billionaire. Uh, Like, any billionaire is going to have delusions of grandeur. They don't necessarily have the genius or the superhero technological access or friends or anything like that that Batman does. Okay. So I think, I mean, most billionaires that I have heard of anyway um, are really good in, like, a boardroom but not so much in like any type of fighting capability. Like they wouldn't know what to do. Mm. I would actually argue that the billionaire playboy, because of his delusions of grandeur, has the ability to buy whatever he thinks he would need to win. What's he going to buy that's going to protect him from the glitter being shot at him? He can't bring in his maid to like a all billionaires have a leaf blower is not going to do anything it's for glitter blow right back on Martha Stewart. It will not trust me. Like clearly <laughs> you haven't played with glitter. <laughs> that I much. mean, I don't, but I mean, it'll blow away some of it, but a lot of it is going to. And also where's Martha Stewart shooting this glitter from? What do you mean? Because it doesn't say, like, she's got a gun that shoots glitter. So is it, like, just coming out of her hands? I kind of imagined it, like, a la Spider-Man. Oh, okay. (laughs) She, like, shoots it out of her wrists, basically. (laughs) Fabulous. That's kind of what I envisioned. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much, like, at command, she can just go ahead and just annoy someone with the glitter. And also, it gets in your eye, and it's, like, painful. That's that's fair. Um, 
I definitely think that the billionaire playboy would be suffering the effects of Martha Stewart's glitter longer. Mm-hmm. But I think the billionaire playboy is going to win because he's going to be able to buy whatever toys he wants. I mean, I think I'm arguing the literal card in front of me and you're arguing the like theory that he could have some tools to help him. But your your card just says billionaire playboy suffering from delusions of grandeur. It says nothing about his actual weapons or abilities. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Don't so, forget to draw two more. Okay. Um, and looking at this. What's your next one going to be? I am going to go with these two. Okay. Wait, I I was going to pick my thing, but what's a velociraptor? Which one is that? It's a raptor. What is that? Is that's, that the flying one? No, that's the short one. The short it's one. It's basically the mini T-Rex. Oh, good. Okay, good. So my next one is velociraptor who can fly. <laughs> okay, and I've got a pirate riding a war elephant. There is absolutely no way that anything beats a velociraptor nothing wait those are like chris pratt's little babies yes in, uh, similar they're like totally vicious and it can fly are you kidding it's definitely gonna kick the pirate's ass uh, but wait, can a, i say that <laughs> on a war elephant what's a war elephant like, like picture like an elephant an elephant yes okay except it can't an elephant is great because it's like really big and it's armored, but it can't really do much about anything above it. Also, I feel like pirate riding a war elephant is exactly what we got in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but like a, an elephant can't like smack down with its trunk a velociraptor that's like directly above it. No, that's fair. That's fair. Pirates do have guns, though. True, but you think like a gun is gonna stop a freaking velociraptor? I don't think so. Okay. And also, if it's in the air, it can avoid the bullets, maybe. Yeah, tell that to birds that get hunted. Okay, fair. But <laughs> but I do think that you know an elephant being really big is super great. But you take like the viciousness of a velociraptor. And the hunting capability capabilities of a velociraptor and then add in their ability to fly. That seems pretty indestructible to me. But does the viciousness of the velociraptor outweigh the strength of an elephant's skin? I actually don't know. Is it super strong? I don't think it can be. I mean, I, they were I feel hunted. Like elephants are, are thick skinned. Yeah, but they've been like, isn't hunted. Isn't that where we get the term thick skinned? I don't, I don't know, actually. They... Uh. Were easily hunted though by poachers. Yeah, with so, bullets. Yeah, and other and like, things too. Know, I mean, before bullets were really super dar- common. Uh, Twelve hundred arrows from Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> but it still I, only counts as one. Their skin certainly is not impenetrable, and if a dinosaur's like hunting abilities are to believed are to be believed, then their teeth are definitely sharp enough to cut through other animals skin that they hunt yeah weren't like big thick skinned animals a thing back in the days when velociraptors like i mean it's there? possible so, it's possible i mean they gotta eat <laughs> all right well let's move on to our next one here uh i think this is gonna end up being one that i can see because i don't like mine at all you want to pick a new one um no we can keep going with it okay um, we're going to go with these two. 
Well, I want to know what you put down before no, I. No, you don't get to. You don't get to uh, tailor yours Why? to what I did. Uh, go ahead. No, go play your. Get yours ready. Ugh, I hate all of mine too. Okay, so maybe we'll just have like a throwaway round. Okay. Okay. What you got? All right. What? Oh, excuse me. Because I have a guy at mine. You go first. Right. We'll go at the same time. I have a polar bear that is six inches tall. And I have a T-Rex that throws fireballs. How do I keep getting the dinosaur? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, the thing that I would say is that polar bears can be kind of vicious. And mm-hmm. the fact that he's six inches tall might put him out of reach of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Because, because he's definitely not grabbing him with his arms. Yeah. And reaching that far down might throw that uh, that dinosaur off balance. Well, I think I would agree, except for the fact that there's the aspect that the T-Rex is throwing fireballs, which definitely have a <laughs> bigger reach than, you know, like a slow or fast animal because it's just like fire in the air. Right. Like, And it can reach a, a larger area and have a bigger impact than this, like, than just like a foot stomping around. So I think, yeah, I think a six inch polar bear definitely is like toast. Depends against on the fireball. Ha. <laughs> like like if he can't see them. Why wouldn't he, he be able to see it? Because it's only six inches. Yeah, but a T-Rex is tall. It has to be able to see things on the ground moving to be able to hunt. Especially not having long arms. Okay. Tim concedes on that one. <laughs> Here's a good one. Oh yeah, yay. Okay. I have a demon floating down on a parachute. I have a mafia don who has an invisible jet. Okay. Um, well, demons have supernatural abilities. So what you gonna do about it? But what ability do they have? There's different demons according to whatever lore you're listening to. Okay, at the very least, you can assume some form of uh, telekinesis, like the ability to move objects. Not necessarily. Name one aspect in which a demon doesn't have that. I mean, does like Satan have? Is he a demon? I don't know. Like, does I mean, he I'm, have- think, I'm thinking more like supernatural or Buffy or anything with a demon usually has some sort of like. Basically, force ability. I mean, not necessarily, because if you're looking at, like, the Buffy realm, they classify really anything like vampires to be a demon. And a vampire certainly doesn't have that. So, and also supernatural as well. Like, demons don't, I mean, it's like a pretty broad term. So, it's not necessarily going to be something that's going to have something, like, you can move it around with your mind. Okay, but it might just still, it might just be like an evil little thing who just wants chaos and that's it's still it. Like, going to be more powerful than your mafia don. I they're like tough guys. I don't know, and they have an invisible jet. Come yeah, on, but does that make them invisible? I mean, it doesn't for Wonder Woman. That's what I'm saying. Like one would assume that there's parts inside of a jet. It's not just the outer skin, but the parts aren't visible. So if you you could take that logic and apply it to anybody entering the jet also becomes invisible. I mean, that's not how it works for Wonder Woman. Well, this is not Wonder Woman. We're arguing about it's, it's, it's an invisible jet. That doesn't jet. make any sense. <laughs> 
the, all the all the parts of the jet don't become visible. It's not like only the outer layer is invisible and you can see like little seats floating around in the sky or anything. All of that's invisible. So why wouldn't the people be invisible too? Demon's still going to have more power than your uh, mafia don. It depends on the demon. Any demon. No, not necessarily. What's your demon? What's a vampire going to do against uh, someone with an invisible jet? Because they can only come out at night. And if you add the aspect of height, having the higher ground and invisibility, then... I'm on a parachute! <laughs> well, I'm in the air, too. So I can shoot you down so in my jet. the goes away. So I can shoot you down in the jet. How do you know the jet has bullets? I can, I'm with Mafia Don. I have you're, it. You're extrapolating information now. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> next one. Let's do All the next right. One. Moving on. I don't like any of these. I'm picking a new one. I don't care. Okay. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> okay. What you got? Okay. Ultimate fighting champion riding a battle cat. I got vampire throwing antiques. <laughs> That's probably what they're good at anyway, because they're accustomed to a lot of objects. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going with the vampire, and here's why. The vampire has more power than the ultimate fighting champion. Case in point, Buffy is a trained fighter, probably on par, if not more so, than an ultimate fighting champion. Mm -hmm. But still, the vampires have put up a good fight. Yeah, but they haven't won against her. Yeah, but they're not chosen. And they have won multiple times. How? Uh, how many times has Buffy died? Okay, that's a separate argument, first of all. <laughs> one of them wasn't even because of vampires. Fair, Thank you very much. the first much. one was. Whatever. But uh, if you t- look at... Buffy's I mean, got the projectiles of throwing antiques. So what, you're throwing like a freaking tea kettle at something and you think that's going to matter against an ultimate fighting champion riding a battle cat. Yes. To me, a a battle cat is like a freaking saber-toothed tiger. No, it's Nox. No, it isn't. (laughs) Nox is our cat, by the way, our house cat. A battle cat, Tim, is not a house cat. It's like a freaking tiger. It doesn't say a battle tiger. Well, you didn't, your battle elephant thing didn't say that it was like an oliphant from Lord of the Rings. I'm giving an example of. Well, I'm giving an example too. This is a battle cat. It's like a tiger or a lion or something crazy strong. Or a bear? (laughs) No, a bear's not a cat. It's a lion and tiger. But. Uh, Oh my. A vampire certainly cannot go up against. Like, why do you think that vampires who try to, like, oh, drink. Blood of the animals and not humans. Why do you think they go for like freaking raccoons and rabbits and stuff and not and they don't go for tigers because they can't overpower them. So even if you take the ultimate fighting champion out of it completely, they're not going to go up against a battle cat. Yes, they will. Because a freaking tiger isn't going to care about like a cup being thrown at them or something like that. Vampires are going to go up against demons. They're going to they're going to kick the the rear of your little battle cat. Don't say little battle cat. You're making assumptions too. I think it's a big cat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're, it's just not going to happen. Um I'm going to go with these two that I just drew. Okay, go ahead. I've got Darth Vader, who shoots bees from his mouth. I have Barney, who shoots poison darts from his nose. I assume that's the dinosaur. Yes. 
Um, Again with the dinosaur. <laughs> yes, but this one doesn't have, you know, the T-Rex ability because no. he's fluffy and loves No, me. exactly. What he has is the disarming ability of being a beloved children's character. And then suddenly you get up close to him to hug him and ba ba ba, he's going to shoot you with his... <laughs> Exactly. No one's going to like Barney's going to know better because Darth Vader is incredibly recognizable. He's going to know better than to not go. He's like not going to go up to Darth Vader and like try to pick a fight. Barney has the element of surprise because he's incredibly disarming. He thinks like everyone thinks he's this great, awesome, like beloved children's character. But he shoots poison darts from his nose and then he kills you with the element of surprise. Darth Vader is not going to be disarmed by Barney the Dinosaur. Yes, he will. Anyone would. He'd be like, oh, I don't need to bother to fight with you. And then he comes, he's like walking by to try to get to do whatever like evil space things he wants to do. Darth Vader had no problem killing children. He's not going to have a problem with a children's favorite dinosaur. Yeah, but he might think that Barney's like a statue or something that is not like needing to even be bothered to be fought with. No. Yeah, absolutely. He, He would sense, he would use his force abilities to sense that he's not a statue. Okay, well, Darth Vader shooting bees from the mouth is not like a direct hit, but poison darts from the nose is, is like a aimable thing like you can aim so that force choking it's not talking about he's, that is it's, he Darth Vader it's talking about the bees from his mouth it's just uh, he's <laughs> got that ability but he's still Darth Vader I mean if he can like force direct the bees to go sting Barney a bunch then sure but bees in and of themselves are not particularly predictable and unless Barney's pissed them off the bees are going to do nothing against him all right, moving on, moving on here. Oh, we're going to have fun with this one. Okay. What you got this time? You can go first. You can time. go first. I go first every time you go no, first. No, you did not. What you got? Okay, I have a werewolf, and I'm going to eliminate all the attributes in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I had a reggae band with literal jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> What is a jazz? What's a literal jazz hand, Tim? Like, they just, all the time. Yeah. Well, jazz our hands. audience can't see what you're doing. Uh, so. I'm doing jazz hands <laughs> to a reggae band who's just like, yeah, man. Okay, do we really need to dignify the fact that a werewolf would absolutely tear apart a reggae band with a fight right now? Probably not. Okay, moving uh. on. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's a plank. Ooh, I like that one. Mm. I like mine. Yeah, you're going to lose. Oh, 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 go ahead. I have an Animorph uh-huh. that is a super genius. Okay, I have a ninja that steals the opponent's abilities with a touch. So, oh no, oh no, your Animorph can't do anything because my <laughs> ninja has just removed his ability. Oh. <laughs> okay, but let's let's be honest here. If he's a super genius, he's not going to let himself get touched by the ninja. He's a ninja, dude. Like, that's their whole thing is being stealthy enough to be... A genius can't match with the stealth of a ninja. Yes, they can. Especially when that genius is an animorph who can turn into an animal and sense the ninja's presence. But are we talking about your animorph being a person or being an animal by the time they enter this 
disagreement they're having. At any point, an anamorph can morph into their animal. Right, but I'm saying, like, they enter the field of battle. Are they an animal or are they a person at that point? I know that I understand that they can turn into either one, but when they ding, 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 it opens the curtains, it's time to fight. Are they a person or are they an animal? He's a super genius, so he's going to be whatever he needs to be. He doesn't know who he's fighting against necessarily, and even if he does, a ninja is so stealthy and able to be like needing to do whatever he can in a fight to win all the more reason for him to turn into the animal and get the sense. Why does him being an animal have anything better to do with him winning this fight? Because he's going to be able to tell you where the ninja is. What kind of animal is he turning into? It doesn't say a chipmunk. Uh, No, (laughs) no, I don't think there were any animorphs that were chipmunks. (laughs) They were all like awesome animals. A chipmunk is an Falcons. awesome animal. First of all, wow. Uh, Sorry to all the chipmunk lovers out there who Tim's offending left and right. No, no way that a ninja loses in any situation. I'm drawing, like, good pairs. Good, I'm so glad for you. <laughs> I'm titling this next one, America. 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 What do you got? Hang on. Well, hurry up. <laughs> You're taking entirely too long. I don't like any of these. So just throw one away because you're going to lose. No, like, like just sacrifice one. Oh, because I'm going to lose according to you? Yes. All right, fine. Um, All right. I have Genghis Khan armed with a portal gun. Oh, that's not a bad one, actually. Yeah, I don't know. But he loses to my eagle. (laughs) <laughs> armed with a bacon-wrapped baseball bat. How? <laughs> because America wins. Genghis Khan will point his portal gun at the eagle before he even touches him at all and send him into another dimension. Yeah, yeah even- that, that eagle, like America, bacon, and baseball. You can't get, I mean, eagle, bacon, and baseball. You can't get more American than that. Uh... I don't know how to tell you this, but America kind of sucks right now. So (laughs) it's like not all that, honestly. But I mean, the fact that he has a portal gun makes him win immediately in my mind anyway, because before the eagle can even come to him and touch him, Mm -hmm. he's out of the fight. Like he's transported elsewhere. Okay. With the portal gun. Okay. But you have to be able to like the portal gun, you have to be able to shoot the other end of the portal. Otherwise, the one end doesn't work. Okay, so... So it's not just, like, anywhere. It's You have to be able to shoot it somewhere. Okay. He has a gun, and the eagle has... The eagle, first of all, it has talons. It's being slowed down by this bacon-wrapped baseball bat. He's probably going to be just too distracted to even fight because eagles think with their stomachs, and he's going to want to eat all the bacon off the baseball bat. So before he... Even can come to Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan has shot a portal into the sky, shot out the other end, and the eagle has disappeared, and Genghis Khan moves on with his victories. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Last one for the night. Oh, thank goodness. We, we have to do this episode again sometime, though, because <laughs> this is fun. We should have some guests on and play this with us. Yes. I don't know who this is. Who, who? this person is. MacGyver? You don't... I want a divorce. Who is that? You don't know who MacGyver is? No. Richard Dean Anderson? I don't know who that is either. Well, Jack O'Neill from Stargate SG-1. I don't know who Uh, that is either. You've seen, you know who it is. 
uh, that he can, you know, basically, you know, make anything he needs out of whatever he's got. Usually a paper clip and chewing gum. Is that the guy with the bomb? No, that's MacGruber. <laughs> well, MacGruber was a parody of MacGyver. Oh, okay. Hence the similarity of the name. So... I adjacently know who MacGyver okay. is, but that's not who I'm playing. Okay. I'm absolutely going to win because I have an invisible Hulk. I have a gladiator who can stop time while holding his breath. You think that anything on this earth is going to beat a Hulk, let alone an invisible Hulk. The gladiator won't know when to draw his breath to stop time because he won't be able to see the Hulk coming. And then he smashed him into the ground. The The gladiator will be able to hold his breath for... Even 30 seconds at a time to figure out where the Hulk is. How? Uh, process of elimination. What do you t- <laughs> What do you mean? You hold your breath for 30 seconds and you check an area and then you let go of the breath. And before the Hulk can do anything, because he's not super fast, you take another breath and you hold it and you search another area. I think the Hulk is incredibly fast for his... I mean, the way that he, like, jumps around from, like, sky, or what's it called? Skyscraper to skyscraper in Manhattan is extremely fast for someone of his size. That, so. That's more of a uh, correlation of his size. Okay, exactly. So by the time that the, the time has resumed, the Hulk could be, you know, the gladiator has so eloquently excluded this area from the possibilities of where the Hulk is located, but the Hulk is in an entirely new area because of his size and ability to jump and run and all of those things. And, you know, knock over trees and be able to give away where he's at, even if he is invisible. I mean, the The Hulk Hulk is not exactly a precise moving creature. I mean, he's not graceful, certainly, but by the time that the gladiator could, like, the Hulk will arrive to him at some point. And, like, the gladiator will stand no chance by the time the Hulk gets to him. Absolutely none. Even if the the gladiator's doing this, <gasps> like, every time <laughs> he relaxes his breath, the Hulk moves closer and closer. And then he's there and it's like, oh, sorry, gladiator, you're smashing to the ground. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Marital Tiffs. Were you guys playing along with us? I want to know what you think about, like, who won or if you have any additional thoughts that we didn't And we'll do our best to post the pictures of these matchups up on our page so that you can see them. Yeah, I really want to know what you guys think. Maybe for fun, we'll, like, post a few that we didn't discuss tonight. And And just let people... Yeah, you guys can talk about who you think. And we'll weigh into, like, who we think would win among the matchups that we choose. Yeah. You can weigh in on all social media at Marital Tiffs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at MaritalTiffs at gmail.com. Be sure, to, be sure to subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. And if you're an Apple podcast listener, please rate and review us. You can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network alongside our sister shows, That's Just My Face, Hometown Crowd, and Dead Girls Talking. So be sure to check out 910 Comedy on Facebook. Thanks for listening to Marital Tiffs. Marital Tiffs.